Hello, this is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 12th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Let's start this edition with news on the 2023 general elections. The head of the central bank, Godwin Amefiele, said on Saturday the 7th that he will remain in office despite the calls for his resignation after he obtained the presidential forms for the All Progressives Congress on Friday the 6th. The Central Bank Establishment Act states that the bank's head must devote the whole of their time to the service of the bank and must not engage in any full or part-time employment or vocation, rumorated or not. On Monday the 9th, he filed a lawsuit at a court in Abujar that sought to restrain the attorney general from forcing him to resign. However, the court rejected his request on the same day and summoned the head of the Electoral Commission and the Attorney General to appear before the court on Thursday the 12th to explain why the bank's head shouldn't stay in office. Another candidate that bought the forms of the All Progressives Congress on Saturday the 7th and declared his interest in becoming president is Dimeji Benkele. Benkele was the Speaker of the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2011. From a former Speaker to a former President, Goodluck Jonathan rejected the presidential form of the All Progressives Congress that was bought for him by a group of supporters on Monday the 9th. Even though he is eligible for another term because he only served for one, Jonathan said that he has not decided if he will run for president yet and clarified that the form was bought without his consent. Still on the topic of elections, on Friday the 6th, the federal government reiterated that civil servants are not allowed to stand as candidates in the next year's general elections. The head of the Civil Service Federation referred to a letter from the Attorney General that said that neither the Constitution nor the Supreme Court authorized civil servants to engage in partisan politics. This means several servants will have to resign from their post to contest in the elections. On Friday the 6th, O.K. Uzoho, who is interested in becoming the presidential candidate of the People's Democratic Party, sued the party. He said the reason behind the lawsuit was the high cost of the presidential form since it will prevent him from participating in the elections. He listed the party and the Electoral Commission as first and second defendants, respectively. And now moving on to some news on education. On Monday the 9th, the Academic Staff Union extended its ongoing strike for another 12 weeks. The union said federal universities will remain closed because the government has refused to meet their demands, such as the increase in funding for universities and the payment of accrued allowances to the staff. The strike began on the 14th of February, and since then, there have been no agreements between the union and the federal government. On Tuesday the 11th, the Senate president said the upper chamber will join the negotiations to try to find a solution. Students in different states across the country protested the inability of the government to reach an agreement with the union and marched, urging the government to immediately end the strike. The West African Examination Council said the Senior School Certificate Examination will be held between the 16th of May and the 23rd of June. Students in West Africa have to pass this exam in order to be admitted into a university. The test will take place again in the May-June period after it was held between August and September for the past two years due to the pandemic. 
The council advised students to shun examination malpractice as it is a punishable offense. On Thursday the 5th, the UK National Crime Agency said it recovered more than $23 million of public funds stolen by Sani Abacha, the military dictator who ruled Nigeria from 1993 to 1998. The U.S. Department of Justice, or DOJ, confirmed that this money was indeed part of a large pool of funds stolen by Abacha. Even though it will be transferred to the DOJ, it is not clear if the money will eventually be sent to Nigeria. Speaking of the United Kingdom, on Saturday the 7th, the UK Health Security Agency said a patient arrived from Nigeria with monkeypox, a rare viral infection. The agency said it is working closely with the National Health Service and will get in touch with anyone who might have had close contact with the patient, including some passengers who were on the same flight. However, the agency said that the risk of transmission of the disease was very low. On Monday the 9th, the Nigerian Center for Disease Control confirmed the outbreak of the disease and said that this year there have been 61 cases, but no death has been recorded. And on that note about health, the Nigerian officer of the United Nations Program on HIV and AIDS signed a memorandum of understanding with the African Business Coalition for Health, which is a nonprofit organization founded by Aliko Dangote, the richest man in Africa, and CEO of the Dangote Group. This means the two organizations will partner on initiatives to expand access to and improve the quality of HIV and AIDS health services in the country and the continent. Now moving on to some economic news. On Monday the 9th, the central bank announced that from Monday the 16th, it will be possible to pay bills like TV subscriptions, electricity bills, and plane tickets using the digital national currency e-Naira. The bank also said that people can use the eNaira Speed Wallet, which is the app used to conduct financial transactions with the digital currency, for free. The bank reinstated its commitment to use eNaira to decrease the number of financially excluded citizens in the country. And let's end this edition with some entertainment news. Singer Rihanna expressed her excitement on Twitter on Tuesday the 10th that her skincare brand Fenty Beauty and Fenty Skincare will launch in Nigeria and other African countries on the 27th of May. On Monday the 9th, FIFA ordered the Nigerian Football Federation to pay former coach Gurnet Rohr nearly $400,000 in compensation for ending his contract early and said that the Football Federation will be sanctioned if he is not paid within 45 days. Rohr was employed as the manager of the national football team in 2016, and his contract was meant to run till the end of 2022. However, the Football Federation fired him in 2021, four weeks before the AFCON. Even though they agreed to pay him his salary until his contract ended, he appealed to FIFA for an additional sum for the breach of the contract. On that note about the Football Federation, they released the list of football players that will represent the men's team in the friendly matches against Mexico and Ecuador that will be held on the 28th of May and 2nd of June, respectively. The list, which was released on Tuesday the 10th, did not include stars like Ndidi, Igarlo, and Osimhen, and this made citizens express their disappointment on Twitter. And from football to boxing news, boxer and former super featherweight champion Floyd Mayweather visited Nigeria on Monday the 10th to promote his exhibition match against Don Moore 
that will be held in Dubai on Saturday the 14th. He also said he plans to establish a boxing academy in the country and help youngsters become professional boxers. And that's it for this week. Thank you, as always, so much for joining us. We just told you what's going down in Nigeria, and now it's time for you to tell your friends about Rorschach. Don't forget to subscribe and give us some feedback at Nigeria at Rorschach.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K Nigeria. Karoti.